0: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network.
1: Hi, I'm Garode Farrelly and I'm Eve Cavanaugh, And you're listening to Agony Rants.
2: So, Garode. Hello. An interesting thing occurred to you last week, and we were just chatting about it, and then I've been thinking about it all week. Go on. And that is why do we always sit on the same side of each other? <laughs> and, it's and weird, actually, isn't it? It's like an old married couple. It's like we can't sit on the other side. Is this your side of the bed? Uh, yeah. Is it? Are, is it some... I'm, no, I, I'm left on side of the bed. Uh, uh, always. So are you feeling displaced now? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I, I I don't know why we do this. Why do we do this? Well, um, I don't know. It's just how we started. So it yeah. seems...
1: How, how it started, how it's going.
2: Yeah, you know, but I think, is there not a fear? Like, it's a bit like, I like to sleep near the door. That's what I usually do when I go places. It's not the side of the bed. Is that now, is that
1: fear of fire? Fear of assassin? No. Murderer?
2: No. It actually started, believe it or not, after I had the kids. So I liked to be near the door in case I got up at night. Oh. I know that sounds very, I don't, I'm, that generally see, is when the way- you said
1: that I thought you meant when I had the kids I like to be near the door because I never know I, you know because I want to get like, away I need to, I need to leave I need to get out of here <laughs>
2: no because we we actually moved bedroom. When I think about it, we moved bedroom to make sure we were at the top of the stairs so they couldn't get past us. Uh, right, but it's okay. it's nothing to do with the fact of their safety. It's all to do with the fact that if they get near the fridge, you feck all the next day. <laughs> 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 but it's it's better now, they're older. I don't it's not the same. But weirdly we still sleep on the same side of the bed. It's weird. And we did try to change it, but it it feels wrong. It feels like putting on the ro- your trousers on back to
1: front. My my partner, um my bed just about fits in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Which is not great. You I was going to say, but, I
2: know that because I was there, but because, yeah. you know, because I can't use the main bathroom because of boots, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> so Neve
1: would like pop in and we'd be asleep. Yeah. Um. so, you see, when I bought all of my furniture, when I bought my apartment, I didn't measure anything.
2: Because that's what you do.
1: Yeah. And then like nothing fit. Like I have an L-shaped couch in a room that really can't accommodate it. And I, I, I you really like just, it. Well, I mean, that's the only place it works.
2: Oh, you know you I mean? Like it an, doesn't
1: fit anywhere else. You can't the, move it yeah, anywhere. There's no <laughs>
2: choice. <laughs> you don't have a summer and winter setting for your room. I know, yeah. Like
1: one of my friends, they, they had an apartment and when they bought their couch, right, they were mm-hmm. convinced it would fit and then it didn't. So they had to send it back to the shop and like, what will we do? And then what they did was they got their two fathers to call over on the same day. And then they got the person, the the, the shop, to deliver it to the roundabout. Beside their apartment, and then they threw ropes over the balcony and they pulled it up and took it in the window. Have you ever had anything more butch in your life? Amazing. I know.
2: Did you want to try and change sides, see what happens?
1: No, I think I think we I think we have our sides now. and We should. We have our that. sides. I think so. Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. I'm used to the camera angles. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm well aware. I know. Yeah, it's a it's a whole lot of work that needs to be done, and I to get done on one side of my face. <laughs> Why would you pay for fella and Botox uh, on both no, sides of your on face? If you're, only shot one side. <laughs> you're walking in to show up to like 50%. It's 50%, Neve.
2: Camera wear. Camera wear.
1: Um, Neve, it's been quite a week. Tell I've me. been minding my mother's dog, right?
2: <gasps>
1: now, you see, my mum's dog, my mum and dad's dog, that is by far the most precious child they have.
2: Yes, no, no, without a doubt. No question. Without a doubt. Now,
1: She's 13 years of age. Yeah. So, you know, every wheeze is a little palpitation for oh, me. Oh, that's, to be yeah. Honest with you. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, and she's a very interesting dog because she's down deaf. Okay. Right? She can't hear a thing. So this morning, I, was, I had to walk her before I was leaving their house. But, like, she was fast asleep on their bed and I was, like, I was, like, banging the bed going, come on, Come on now, up you go. Like she but she's still fast asleep and I'm like, I don't, know, how am I gonna wake this dog? Like
2: You were hoping she was fast asleep.
1: <laughs> no, she was like
2: <laughs> It's Oh, but does she ever go?
1: <clears throat> yeah, then she stops and I'm like that's it, that's uh... it. <laughs> there we go.
2: You're okay with that as long as it doesn't happen on your watch. I know, <laughs> I
1: know. I don't want anything to happen on my watch. And like they and they adore her and she's a lovely dog. Now, I mean she does have the worst name in the world. Right. Why, what's her name her name well her name she's 13 years of age right okay. so back in 2010 when they first got her <gasps> right they were like we got a dog he's absolutely gorgeous right we've called him Spencer he he and for ages they thought it was a, a boy a boy dog
2: how how long is ages I, it was a few months
1: now I did go over at one point right and I was tickling his belly what I thought was his belly but it turns out it was her belly I was tickling a belly and I was just looking down I was like
2: there's there's some essentials missing there there's no
1: (laughs) willy now I don't know whether it was my own insecurity maybe because I'm the gay son you don't want to go to your parents and go the dog hasn't got much of a dick (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) it just feels like a (laughs) You know, like you, you just, you, you imagine the worst case scenario of your mom going, Gerard, why were you looking at the dog's dick? Like, uh, a uh, human dicks not uh, enough to uh, you, uh, uh, Gerard? Like, so... Gerard, clean, clean. I know, but I just, but I was just like, so I was kind of like, I, I don't think the dog, I don't think it's a man. But then I didn't know how to have the conversation, so I didn't have it. I just didn't have it. Okay. And then, uh, a couple of months later, they, they had her at the vet. And the vet was like, It's a girl
2: but maybe your dog's a girl spencer identifies absolutely as
1: is her prerogative as is their their prerogative right
2: they they, them there
1: now here's the thing
2: okay here's the thing
1: i don't think i i I thought okay well that that was a funny thing that happened in the life of spencer but my mother was just like well we can't call her spencer
2: oh she changed because spencer's
1: a boy's name (gasps) But you can't change a dog's name after a certain amount of time. So what my mum did was she.
2: <laughs> what did she do? This is the right. Lady Spencer, right?
1: She calls it Lady Spencer.
2: <gasps> like Lady Diana.
1: Yeah, which is how she explains it.
2: Oh Jesus! What... As
1: tribute to Princess Diana, oh, but before she met the royals, God. because things went, you know, things went quite south. Oh,
2: that's so, a long. That, no, that's a joke.
1: That is not a joke. I wish that was a joke. So that was, that was the narrative Nobody at the time. Nobody does that. I swear to God, that was the narrative at the time. Right. And at the time, I thought.
2: In 2010, very this highly, t- controversial. <laughs> <laughs> highly controversial. Highly
1: controversial. Highly controversial. So at the time I would hear this explanation go, oh this is really God. unnecessary. <laughs> like, all, like all of we this. We thought it was a boy and it's this, a girl. But then we continued to just call her Spencer. She's just called Spencer. But the problem is whenever there's any official situation and there was a couple of weeks ago, because I was there when my mom rang the bell. What did she say? And obviously the vet was like, "What's the name?" And she's like, "It's Lady Spencer." It's just like, are we still doing this? <laughs> like 13
2: years. Like people call their dogs Yelp. Oh, they call yeah. them Spot. Like yeah. it doesn't. <laughs> I, but you know the interesting thing is, our first dog was called Maddie. Right, And for the first few weeks, she was called Dot because we, myself and uh, my in-laws, we got sister dogs. So one of them had a dot and one of them didn't. So we figured out which one we were going to have by who got the dot and who didn't. So we called her Dot for a little bit. But the reality is she was never a dot to me. So she was Maddie and this is my first dog. So I was naming her. So she was Maddie. Maddie was her name. Loved Maddie. She was called in her lifetime Madge, you mad bitch. You know Maddie, Madge Marge uh, Dog You know They answer to anything If there's food Or activity You can actually Change a dog's name However It is Does take consistency Yeah However If I was going down the line Lady Spencer Wouldn't have been Where I Lady
1: Spencer's not great (laughs) Like it's not great No But even like (laughs) And the dog is not Like the behaviour now Wouldn't be the best yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like when you when you when we arrive at the house, like like, whoa, 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 like the, the sky falls because somebody else has come into the house and she's like, I need attention, I need attention. No, oh, yeah, of course. Naturally. All of this sort of stuff. And where was like, Jesus, this dog now could do it a bit of training. But um a man would be like, Oh, I well, there are some behavioural issues, but like she had a very rough start. It's like, No, she didn't. <laughs> you had a rough start. <laughs> Like the dog isn't traumatised by being misgendered for three months no, and she was uh, like Totally unaware yeah, of <laughs> she's completely
2: unaware of She's a very rough start Very <laughs> rough start But the thing is there is a responsibility when you're looking after other people's dogs, right? That, oh, there is And no, and no matter how relaxed because I'm very relaxed about looking after dogs because I've had dogs, right? And I love them and the dogs love me but immediately it's somebody else's dog you just you lose all lack of trust in your facility to actually get. Everyone. I know. and you spend your whole time going, "Holy God, what have we got?
1: And you just, yeah, you just, and you just do everything you're supposed to do. Like my my mom, like <laughs> I was like, okay, what do I what do I feed her? Like, oh, did w- you get a little w- lists? W- yeah,
2: of course, and a bag but with with all boots, the things. Like we
1: have, you know, it's the it's the food that the vet recommends. Oh, oh, not not for Spencer. What what's Spencer? Spencer oh. Spencer eats like Lady Di. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, Spencer gets cooked chicken every evening. Cooked chicken and two scrambled eggs. You had to cook Spencer's I dinner. It, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, like, like cuz boots were like oh feed the feed the feed, feed the cat yeah. pour the thing. Yeah. Throw it on the floor. Yeah, but, now, but this is like you're scrambling eggs for a dog that's looking at you. Like this is the stressful <laughs> bit of it. I was slightly late with the dinner cuz she gets fed oh. a half hour. Oh no, four. and they're
2: worse than old people for that. Quarter to <laughs> 5.
1: She's barking
2: at me. And <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm scrambling <laughs> a, I'm scrambling <laughs> eggs. I was like this is absolutely scrambling the the egg, eggs. Yeah, scrambling eggs I the like
1: You're in Gordon Ramsay's kitchen. <laughs>
2: They're worse than old people for that. They like literally, no, they can't tell the time of day except when it's time to eat or time to go for their walk, if yeah. you do a regular walk. I used to confuse my dogs and not go at the same time every day. <laughs> so they were never guaranteed. They lived on the nerves the whole time in my car. But it's way really too weird. Well, now when people hand you their pets, there is a list. And and I love it. I love. Yeah, I love, yeah. I love look, how people are invested. In their and pets. I it's absolutely gorgeous. love looking after them. It's so fun, you know, and we've had many different breeds now through, including um, Golden Retrievers and all that, who are beautiful, beautiful animals. But boy, do they shed. And, you know, when yeah, 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 yeah. when you're in the middle of having dogs, it's great. You know, you don't really pay any attention to that. But when you don't have any dogs, you're aware how, first of all, how little hair is around your house. I and know. Yeah. Secondly, more importantly, how much food you actually drop on the floor. Because <laughs> <I know. laughs> <laughs> if you have dogs, that doesn't actually nothing ever hits the floor. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
2: you didn't say whether Spencer survived you
1: she did all oh, well and good like I walked her this morning came in here and then I'm going to go back now Oh, you left her unattended Think she's unattended oh. yeah she's unattended
2: uh-huh. like
1: she's unattended asleep on a you know my parents bed
2: on a throne <laughs> yeah well they, they bought steps of course they did they bought steps to course did. the end of the bed
1: of course they did oh I don't know sure I was a toddler I was like oh mommy daddy lift me we're nope. asleep <laughs> <laughs> out you have a bed in the box go back to the box room place
2: you had a rough start <laughs> I had a, rough, I had a rough start I
1: <laughs> <laughs> <a> rough start <laughs> attention Agni listeners I am back on tour shocker back on tour I'll be on tour until February we're booking loads of dates in for after Christmas but it'll be ending in February Enough is enough. Um, I'm already looking
2: at my phone, don't worry about it.
1: If me. you want to come and see me, I will be in Nace. I'll be in Sligo on the 3rd of November. I will be in Ianthus in Monaghan on the 24th of November, I think. I think it's that weekend. <laughs> For the love of God. The people of Monaghan were like, we'd love you to come, Gerald." The show went on sound they said, we've actually changed our mind. <laughs> we've had a town meeting. You're unwelcome. Um... But yeah, I'll be on tour for the next couple of months uh, And I'm really looking forward to it I also have shows in tourless I've got shows uh, They're announcing on date in Longford
2: I'm loving the fact that he's looking at my face As if it's written on it
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, I should have been <laughs> more prepared tour dates. for
2: this But anyway
1: <laughs> We're having a
2: lovely time We are
1: We're delivering babies left, right and centre
2: Oh my god, don't <laughs> stop that Stop that
1: And uh, yeah, and I'd love you to come uh, Getroadfairly.com for, for tickets uh, oh, and also we, another mistake, huge mistake. Huge. Sold out show in Brighton. We put a second night on. Huge mistake. <laughs> As it happens, the capacity of the venue and people that have any interest in me in Brighton, that number is exactly the same. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the first one sold like cupcakes. The second one, they're like, no, no, <laughs> no, is no. You're
2: taking it. taking it too far now.
1: Um, if you want to get tickets, GaroFriday. Oh, there is also a link in my Instagram bio to anything that has tickets on sale um, and there is capacity so the sold that children are not there so you won't be wasting your time that's a good plug wasn't it it was amazing yeah fantastic I'd go yeah. <laughs> I'm not but I would <laughs>
2: You can listen to our wonderful podcast ad-free if you subscribe to Headstuff Plus over on headstuffpodcasts.com
1: We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.
2: If you don't know that in 101 shows, I don't know. I mean, know.
1: I really fear for you. Yeah. We would love you to become a member of Headstuff Plus because that is how we earn money from the show. We don't earn money Not from a the single show. penny. Not a penny. Not a single penny. But we have just launched our brand new bonus show. It's available to subscribers along with all of the bonus content from all of the shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Also, what you will get is an ad-free version of this show. Yes. So, um, I think that's worth it because we've got more ads in.
2: I know. Where yep. we might make some money out of that, but... Yeah, we might. We'd prefer to have subscribers.
1: We would prefer to have subscribers. Absolutely. Because
2: we don't want to have to trade our integrity for... Hard
1: earned cash. Neve doesn't want to trade her integrity for hard earned cash. I have no problem with it. (laughs) Absolutely none whatsoever. I have no integrity whatsoever. I'm all about the cash.
2: Give us the cash.
1: On the table. Show me the money. Show me the money. (laughs) In the interest of collaboration uh, and the spirit of, I guess, not show me the money, (laughs) we are here to promote another show on Headstuff Podcast Network phoning it in. It is a great show. It's an improvised radio show. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like Joe Duffy with comedians Um, it's hilarious. It is very funny. It is very funny. Hello, my name is Dave Coffey, and I'm the host of Phoning It In, the hilarious improvised phone in show. It's like Joe Duffy's live line, except we make it all up on the spot. We've got a back catalogue of over 100 episodes featuring some of the best comedy performers in the country people like Kevin McGahern, Alison Spittle, Killian Sunderman, Shane Dan Byrne, Joanne McNally, Michael Fry, Emma Doran, Peter McGann, Hannah Mamelis, Tony Cantwell, and so many more. Join me, Dave Coffee, for phoning it in right here on the Headsoft Podcast Network. Neve, we have a follow up.
2: Oh, tell me about the follow up. I'm very excited.
1: Um, do you want to read the follow? up
2: Yes, I will. I will. I will. I will. Because usually I have to read the follow ups, and I tell you why. Because Grode never remembers any of them. I always have I know, to remind him. Yeah, you
1: make all the right noises. I, I have Niamh. to
2: remind. I know. I'm. I'm the most sympathetic. So. I don't have much of an update for you. Oh, well, that? we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's promising. Um, I wrote a while ago about my in laws coming to stay from America. We employed all of your advice and more. And while it did, I'm sure, make it better. Oh, that doesn't bode well. They were still here and having a go at us and still wh- whinging. I actually remember this. I do. Is this. Do you remember there she were. She doesn't say she it was in this, but I think coming? this was. Was this the. Would,
1: Like, was this something to do with Lucan?
2: Might have been. They were looking for things to do and they weren't sure. She was, I mean, she was looking to maybe leave him or move out or some such thing. I don't know. Anyway, she was... She (laughs) She was looking to leave No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) She just wasn't looking forward to the in-law situation.
1: Okay, all right. Okay,
2: so, they are absolutely unbearable, she says. Uh, I have never been so happy to see two people walk through the departure gates. I found myself hoping it would fall into the Atlantic. Wow. But it didn't... (laughs) See, at least at least my seconds. at least my husband made it very clear we are never ever moving to America anon right now I'm going to tell you that's the best your advice w- meant nothing to us <laughs> follow up we've ever had because actually I get it you can't make us a, a silk purse out of a sow's ear if those people are abominable there's nothing <laughs> you just have to get through that visit and then say thank Christ there's a reason your partner lives with you in Ireland when he comes from America.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's a reason he left those people behind. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He had uh, a rough start.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And every couple of years... Every couple of years, he's reminded of it.
2: Yes. And that's not a bad thing. That's okay. I mean, you're going to, as I say, you're going to have times. You just have to learn how to actually survive. What our them. advice was? Like, I mean, in that situation, I'd imagine you stuck up on the gin and tonic. Yeah. yeah, and the, yeah. You definitely would have recommended alcohol. I, I'd be yeah. very surprised if you didn't. God. Yeah. I'm going to find that now and figure out what we actually said. But I, I'm nearly sure we tried to encourage you to just fill their time and hope to God that it wouldn't be as bad as you thought. But clearly or that's get them
1: out into a hotel get them you know you should go to Connemara
2: yeah <laughs> without us
1: on a bus <laughs>
2: we'll visit for you for two weeks <laughs>
1: two weeks won't be enough
2: be on the bus for two weeks or
1: yeah well you, it depends on where you go going, Connemara yeah okay, okay.
2: Um, <laughs> that's yeah, go, to Can, go
1: to Connemara in two weeks We'll see the Aran Island <laughs> Oh, a week won't be enough. Do you know
2: when you're gigging in Galway, right? And you get to, you say you're going gigging in Clifton, which is beautiful and it's a brilliant place and all. I used to gig there years and years ago, and you used to get into Galway city and think, yes, I'm in Galway. Would you still have another hour or so yeah. to get to Clifton?
1: It's like Cork. You know the way you drive, like if you're if you're out in Banter or something, you drive for two hours, you're still in Cork. Oh yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> Cork is the same. You're yeah, like, right. am well, still in Cork
2: because <laughs> it's like, big. The sat
1: says I'm halfway home, but I'm still in Cork.
2: <laughs> well. There's a reason they think it should be the capital. <laughs> I mean, to
1: be honest with you, they're not wrong.
2: Oh are you trying to sell tickets in Cork now? I am.
1: Every yeah. man. Twentieth of October. Come down, Corkonians. <laughs> you delicious group of people.
2: I know. Amazing, amazing.
1: Uh Neve, we we've a problem.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Hey Garode and Neve. Love you both and I'm going to see Glamham. Excuse me? Glamham? Yeah. Shortened? How dare you! <laughs> I'm going to see Glamham next month and can't wait. Glamham is that is just no. <laughs> come on, come on, come on.
2: That's really nice. and look can't wait is in capitals.
1: All, all, all you are is a sparkly bit of meat. I bet. Oh, actually, I'll take that.
2: <laughs> sparkly bit of meat.
1: <laughs> Glamham. Uh, I'm going to see Glamham next month and I can't wait. Still waiting on that album, neve
2: Okay. There's a lot of like, exclamation marks. Way, it's, after it, that. it's on the way. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's on the way. She's in. She's she's recording furiously. <laughs> I'm in a small-scale pickle in comparison to some of what you get on the reg. My housemate has begun watching every Eurovision since the oh move out. <laughs> like. <laughs> I can't be ding, ding, Corrode. fucking d- I couldn't. Come on, anyway.
2: he's a long way to go if he's getting ding-a-dong, right? <laughs> Come on, anyway. <laughs> my
1: my house has begun watching every Eurovision since the very beginning on the TV in our rented house. I was on board at first. I'm a Eurovision fan. But they've started getting longer and longer year on year. And we've just got to 1991 tonight, which is almost three and a half hours Yeah, long. but there's a reason for that, right? It Why? was in
2: Rome, right? If I remember rightly at 19, when It was in Rome, and your man who was who won it the year before was part of the presenter. And the sets were falling down and everything. It was a complete disaster that year. Oh, really? And I, that's why when you get to my year, they had a very strict time frame. I've got to tell you now, it's gone down to three hours very fast.
1: <laughs> so who won? Who won in 1991? Would do, do we know anything? Any songs from it?
2: Uh, possibly you're putting me under pressure. Was now. that Samantha Janus? Uh, no, A message to you. <laughs> she heart. definitely did not win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, she
1: didn't win. No, no, oh no, no she didn't win. No, she didn't oh, win. But that, but she didn't win. But it's worth a watch on YouTube to see why.
2: <laughs> but you know the the presenter Toto, which I think he may or may not be still alive. But he actually <laughs> basically. <laughs> He, I'm not sure if I saw a headline that he was dead or maybe it was just his career. I'm not sure. But anyway, (laughs) he he said recently, he he was like notorious on that. I'm going to see who won in 1991. And I have a funny feeling. uh, I should know it probably, you know, because we're all in the same club, obviously. Uh, Oh, it was Sweden, Sweden. Corolla, Stormwind. Great song. Oh, was that um, Captured by a Love Storm? Captured by your love storm. Yeah, well, I that sang it in amazing. Swedish when I did mine. Did you? You remember I did them? Oh, how soon we forget. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Vangad av Vind or oh, whatever it is. I, oh I, wow! I have to, you know, remind myself how to actually pronounce that. Anyway, that's who won.
1: Anyway, that was we... a great. She was great. Now, what was her name again?
2: He oh. doesn't even want to watch this on TV, and now we're actually talking about it. So we're what, move on. What? Then.
1: What? what, 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 what Corolla. Corolla, she's brilliant. Yeah, she's very good. She, didn't she have that other song?
2: That other song, will you stop that? The one that she went,
1: you know, she, she went, went back and she lost.
2: No, but did she go back or was it that she did it beforehand?
1: Oh, it, no, no, I think, I think it was a, no, I think she did a later one.
2: Oh, like, like other winners. Like I've other done. winners. Move on, Yeah, move on. Who, you know. Move on.
1: It's the expectation, you know. It's not great.
2: Okay. Listen, this guy doesn't Invincible. even want to watch these. <laughs> <laughs> da, da,
1: da, da. I'm pretty sure she didn't sing it like that. It's exact, that's exactly how it sounds,
2: <laughs> You know, Owen doesn't actually, seriously, Owen, in a, uh, exclamation mark, or in, what do they call them? Inverted commas. Inverted commas, right? Not my real name, OBS, right? He doesn't even want to watch these Eurovisions and we're talking about them for 20 minutes. Anyway, go on.
1: It's his fault. You can't say Eurovision on this podcast and not expect a conversation. That's true. Now I know we're getting to our glory days for a while, while. be soon, including Sonia's near win. What? (laughs) But he's... I love the way he's playing this. (laughs) But he just said that he wants to watch all the semi-finals once they come up and the various special episodes. Special episodes?
2: What's a special episode? I don't know
1: anyway I feel like I'm going to kill him <laughs> 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 if I have to endure another Italian ballad or whimsical Yugoslavian performance <laughs> but I don't know how to get it to the end without falling out to get to the end without falling out with him please help
2: okay I have a very simple solution on. very quickly insist that you will watch all the finals but no semi-finals
1: yeah semi-finals are your own if business he, if That's he wants to do the
2: semi-finals let him off yeah right second of all you need to enlist other people involved in this situation or p- create very serious boundaries here. Now, do you know what I'm going to
1: be a little bit nitpicky about here? Oh. He says my housemate. Okay. He's not your friend. He didn't say he's, friend. He's no relation. He's no relation. <laughs> if
2: he, like, watch it in your room, please. Yeah. I suspect this is what happened. Go on. His mate says, you like your vision. I like your vision. How about we watch the Eurovisions initially when there's only seven or eight countries involved? <laughs> Yay! That sounds like fun. Okay, yeah, yeah, Now yeah. suddenly it's getting, the shit's getting real, as they say. It's getting really serious now. Things are getting longer and now you're invested in something that might actually take away the love that you have for it.
1: You've got another between 90 and 100 hours before you're finished. Yeah, you really do. Finish this. <laughs> You really, really <laughs> That's do. That's a lot.
2: I'll be honest with you, in a in a couple of weeks, or whenever the next time when you get to nineteen ninety three, you will actually see more of that Eurovision than I have ever had, <laughs> and I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched my Eurovision. You know, I watch Eurovision every year. I love it, and I usually end up watching the uh, semi finals because I get called. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, what I do is I record them sometimes if I'm working, and then and I just go speed z- through. Z- z- yeah, yeah. yeah. Z- <laughs> z-
1: Nobody needs to see like Nobody no.
2: Needs see Nobody needs to see the fillers.
1: Nobody needs to see the Amsterdam postcard. No, do you know what I mean. <laughs> but also, you First, can take a break. You know, like you can just be like, ah, oh, here, listen, this is this is the belly full of Eurovision.
2: Is this every like, night? Do you know, I'll tell you is what this ha- every night?
1: Oh, he doesn't say whether it's every
2: night. Is it every night or is it just one, one night a week?
1: Do you know, I'll tell you what my problem is, right? And and this happens with the Eurovision, right? Is that you can watch, you watch an episode. Yeah. And it's almost like years have, I guess it's what's hot yeah. that year. And like some years it's like, you know, wittering woman sitting on the floor with no shoes on like oh yeah and you're like oh Jesus wept another one like can we like just please for the love of God stop I, I think
2: you can usually find out actually what the trend's going to be based on who won the year before
1: yeah yeah and I think what you should do is maybe just you, either say it to him just like oh come here listen I can't be dealing with this I think I'm out fair enough
2: obviously wait till 93 after leave
1: there's no question
2: and you've got to watch Riverdance
1: but just Riverdance you've got to watch Riverdance in case you know you've never seen it before Francis Ruffell was very good that year uh,
2: there was a lot of very good actually that year no there wasn't
1: Okay. not if you watch it back, name
2: <laughs> I haven't even watched my own what's the chances <laughs> <laughs> what's the
1: chances I'm going back but like I think that if you um, yeah you could just say to him listen I'm out or what you could do is say I'm going to dip in
2: I would definitely stick put stick it on
1: stick it on and you get a phone call for two hours or yeah. Or you're on your iPad or you're... For every, for every Eurovision that you watch. Yeah. You should watch something else that you're into that you want him to watch. Like a like a pop idol or a... I don't know.
2: You know. Well, he says he's a Eurovision fan. But I'm a Eurovision fan, but I don't want to watch all the old Eurovisions. Absolutely. You know, I'm, that's the truth. I don't... You know, I know it takes a certain kind of fan that loves to watch all the Eurovisions and they do it in conventions and it's really fun when they're all doing it together. Just generally watching it all. Isn't it a bit like, you know, when you kind of get into a series on Netflix or Amazon and and then you you binge watch and you keep going from one to the other because it automatically goes into the other and you're sometimes you wonder, are you watching it? And you're more invested in than others. There'll be times when you'll really love the show and then times you'll be going, God, let this be over. You see, it depends (coughs) on when you're watching it.
1: If you're watching the Eurovision an old Eurovision on a Saturday night for the crack with a couple of gin and tonics for the crack with your mates great but if you're watching it on a Tuesday at 7 o'clock while you're making the dinner that's a different ball game yeah no it is
2: do you know what I mean to be that's fair that's a different I'm going to flip that it's a little bit in my head if you're watching the Eurovision with a gin and tonic regularly on a Saturday night old Eurovisions on a Saturday night and you're young enough I'm going to question your life choices
1: yeah maybe you need to get out a bit more
2: you know be on the Tuesday. Make it on a night, an off night, so that you can actually. Do, you don't mind you're not doing that else anyway. Yeah, that's the way forward. Sorry, Grose. and also, I'll
1: tell it, Yeah, do you know what? Make it a Thursday night thing. Yeah, and I, do you know what the other thing you should do? Mm. And this, I think, is the most important bit. Okay, I don't think it should be the two you're watching them. No, you need more. Yeah, you need more.
2: the The joy of your vision is to watch, especially not if it's a housemate. It's different if you. Me and
1: my housemate are watching. No. No, no, no. But
2: maybe they're friendly. Maybe they get on.
1: Now, also, maybe, like, let's spice this up a bit, Owen. Maybe he wants to spend a lot of time with you. It's three hours at a time. You're in your jammies, sitting on the couch.
2: Owen, you just... garo just made that weird.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you will never be no, able to watch another Eurovision with him. It,
1: because it wasn't weird before that. <laughs> <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> but maybe you don't know like your man like if you, maybe you know your housemate's asking
2: for a, a, a time commitment oh but actually it is more fun the more people watch it there's no doubt about yeah. it yeah
1: like I definitely think your vision should be a Thursday night thing a couple of mates around enjoy yeah. yourself yeah but like you know what's what is it What seldom is wonderful ah if Owen is this susceptible to this man these, this man's whims what's next
2: Owen You never know. I'm not even going to answer that question. Before I... you
1: know it, you could be watching, like, I don't know, Dallas. <gasps> or, you know.
2: Dallas, I'd say that aged well.
1: <laughs> Do you know what actually I was watching on YouTube, right? Do you remember that Australian soap? Chances. No. It was on Sky when we I, were kids, I don't, right? I don't now, care how
2: many times you're going to tell me this. We were I never, we
1: were never it. allowed to watch it because like it was, uh, it was, it was, they were trying to bill it as this erotic soap. It was risque. It was, there was like, to say there was nothing erotic about this. It was <laughs> like, but it was one of those banana soaps that was like, they had man-eating plants and like, it was, it was bonkers, but it was called Chances. Okay. And I, I was writing something during the week and I, I remembered it. So I I, did, I went on a kind of a, Bit of a bit of a YouTube trawl to find clips from dive. chances, it, it's bonkers. Is it so bad it's good, or is it, it like it started off as like a sexy neighbors' but by the end it was like a cross between Little Shop of Horrors and Twin Peaks, and like it was absolutely batshit crazy. There was like, um, at one point there was you know they found like a necklace that would turn somebody into a sun goddess, like it was. And this was, and it started like Coronation Street, like. Yeah, but. And but, then it went mad.
2: But how, how, you know, when you say it started like a sexy neighbours, what's sexier than, you know, Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue?
1: I know, but it was like Jason Donovan, but like they'd get a massage. But like there would, it would be like five minutes of somebody getting their shoulder rubbed. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't, it was unsexy. sexy. <laughs> wasn't right. all you were hoping yeah, for.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a soap, so there was no happy ending. <laughs>
2: Let us know who you get on. Oh, this is not a big problem. You're right. You did say that. It's not a big problem. But but, you know, but
1: also, it's a significant one because I know what it's like if you're coming home and you're like, oh, because I'm like that in semi final week when I'm coming home. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to have to watch two hours of Eurovision now under shoes. i like,
2: okay. Would you say your partner is a bigger Eurovision fan than you? Massive. Is that Euro- why he's so nice to me when I come in? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. otherwise,
2: you'd have no time for me. Completely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He just say it to me when you're there, Neve Cavin is an air
2: <laughs> I'll be thinking that next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Loves the Eurovision. I Loves know. it. I know.
2: Well.
1: Um Neve, we've another problem.
2: I love it. Come on. Do you want to read? Groat. I am loving the pod with Neve. She is so wise. Is she indeed? Yes, thank you, Dean. Uh, you are so funny in Carlo, I genuinely thought I would die laughing. Such a great night. You had a different reaction to the girl. To the poor woman, the baby. yeah.
1: Yeah. I rattled a baby out of her. Yeah.
2: Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna
1: call myself that from now on. I'm a baby rattler. Oh? Like if you're if you're <laughs> if you're over thirty eight weeks pregnant and you need
2: Yeah, that's nice.
1: Mo- I'm like raspberry leaf tea. No. That's what I am.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no offense. But that's not your demographic. OK, <laughs> Okay, I've just started listening and I am in heaven. I have been on an agony ran binge for the past week. This has come at the right time because I just had a big row with my mother. Uh, we have never fought in the past, but we had a big argument three months ago and it's still not resolved. Aww. Oh, Dean, I'm so sorry. OK, let's see what this problem is. My father passed away suddenly last November and we were all naturally very shocked and upset. I'm very sorry for your loss there. That's very sad. Um, They had been together for almost 40 years. So she is obviously devastated. A few months ago, we were out for dinner and we're having a chat. We're having a deep chats because me and my mother have always been very close. We both had a couple of drinks and I mentioned that I felt that when she was ready, she should consider dating again. I guess it came out clumsily. Thank you, cab. (laughs) I think it's the cab salve. He's talking about. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't. uh, It's a cab say I didn't cop that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think it's the cab salve. (laughs) Okay. Okay, it's in brackets. So in other words, there was a little bit of alcohol involved in it. But she was absolutely horrified. And I was so surprised that she reacted that way. She was really annoyed and upset. And she said some awful things that I clearly never felt anything for my father. And that maybe in gay land we could all move on after a relationship ends but that isn't the way it works in the real world (laughs) (laughs) God! this was a reference to me separating from my partner I did end up with someone else quite quickly but that was just the look at the draw it really hurt me to hear my mother talk that way about me it has made me question her support over the years but all that aside she is my mother and she is grieving and I want to make this right you can see why I needed the laugh. What do you think I should do? by the way, Neve, I'm a massive fan. I wholly support the plan for you to do a new record. Please see the new Claire Richards album as a suggestion of what to do from Dean. Oh, Dean, you're awful caring and lovely. um right? Are you going to ask ask answer from the gay situation or <laughs> And I'm going to do the mammy. I think this is very clearly delineated. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, actually. Um, look. Are we going to reenact it?
1: <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah. Like, let's talk from the gay situation. Okay. Right? I don't think you should be caught up in the she says of yeah, this. I agree. I think. This is... I think if you're a gay. <laughs> if you're a gay. Yeah. One of the things about being gay is as you go along your journey, people say the wrong thing. Yeah. And they just do. And they don't mean it. And they don't mean it. And as with the fullness of time, they regret it. Sometimes they apologize. Sometimes it's just an unspoken thing. But people say the wrong thing all the time. Yeah. And part of being gay, and part of pride and all of that. Is you have to forgive mm. because if if like if you look at older gay people, much older than me, if they were to keep hold of everything that negative that somebody said about them, they'd never go outside the door. Right now, I realize that we're in a different time, and I realize that we're in a time where people say things and there's consequences left, right, and center. I'm not sure what holding on to what your mother said I'm not sure what can be gained from that I think the overarching thing in all of this is you're both grieving and you're very vulnerable it's very early in Mm -hmm. your in your grief in your process yeah and I think that maybe not now but at some point in the future even if you never address this with your mother your mother will feel terrible about this and at some point in the future she will also see the kindness that you showed her by saying that she should consider dating again. Because what you're saying to her is, hey, it ain't over. I know. You're fabulous. There's a second act in you. All of those things. But I guess, you know, you had a couple of drinks. (laughs) Maybe you said it quite clumsily. (laughs) Maybe she felt it was too early. Maybe it was too early. But who knows? What's done is done, right? But I don't think... And I can see why you would, but I don't think you should hold on to this. You can repair your relationship and just let that into the wind because I don't think it's going to do you any good. I don't think it's going to do her any good. And I don't think that going forward, this should be this big momentous landmine
2: in your relationship. they my thoughts. Well done, girl. That was absolutely beautiful. Now, I
1: know Neve is probably going to say you should get some petrol thrown over the bitch.
2: No, no. <laughs> Although that's normally your job, to be fair. <laughs> me to stop the the legality of that situation. right? That's what I'm here for. I don't think that she necessarily is making judgment about the gay world or about you existing in that. I think she's clearly very accepting of you because otherwise she wouldn't have been out for drinks in the first place, right? Absolutely. So I don't think you should question that. I understand why you would because she hit the the sore spot and we're, we're very good as mammy sometimes to go well, you hurt me, so I'm going to hurt you back. So I'm going to find that little thing. Right. OK. And, and I think, you know, the reality is you're both hurting, grieving. The grief process is very different for dif- everybody, as we know. But the reality is your mammy said something in the heel of the hunt. Believe me, if I told you 500 things that my mother has said to me without t- putting her safety catches in place which we all do in our very close family. Of course. The safety catches we put in for people we don't know. Yeah. Right. And you know th- th- I'd say that's what's happened here. She's been upset and you've gone away thinking about the, the wound that she's inflicted. But in a weird way you inflicted a wound to her but without knowing it with the best yeah. of intention and the truth is if you're still sitting going how do I make this right? It's obviously going on for a little while, you said there, three months ago and it's not resolved. Big argument. Everything's been quite difficult. The first move is always hard.
1: And also, what he hasn't said and it's kind of a key piece in all of this is why is it not resolved? Is it not resolved because you haven't seen her? You haven't seen her? Is it not resolved because she's rejected you trying to resolve it or you've rejected her trying to resolve it? Yeah.
2: I think it's a very simple way of starting the conversation and that is I'm sorry if I hurt you. Yeah. I'm sorry if I hurt you mum I love you and I miss you. That's all you can do. Yeah. uh, You know and the reality is every mammy wants to hear those words. And also do you know what you should take from this
1: right Mm. is if if you try and imagine the situation right. Her partner's died Now, I know your father's died, and that's very sad. That is very, very sad. It is very sad. but It's horrific when a parent dies. Like, it's just absolutely horrific. This is her life partner. Let's just talk about her for a second. Her partner's passed away. She's living in this all of the time. And then she has this moment. moment. It's like a couple of hours where she's like, I'm out and with my lovely son, who I absolutely adore. Mm. We're having a drink. The world is great. We're really connected. We're having deep and meaningful conversations, and she gets to forget about all of the sadness. Right? Yeah, she because it just it floats away. The chances
2: um, are she's living in the same house, and so she's living it. Of course, basically yeah. and emotionally. And
1: then, you say something that like that obviously takes a lot of courage to say, but you say, "Do you know what? Like, I don't want you to feel if there's a you know that." You know, if you want to go dating, if you want to meet somebody else, I, I fully support that. And that's something that you worked up to saying and well done. Yeah, Courageous. It is. But to her, from her point of view, that is I'm having this lovely moment. I'm away from all of this grief. And then all of a sudden it's all back. It's both barrels. Mm. She got it both barrels. And that's not your that's you know It's not your fault. That's not your fault at all. That's just the that's just it's an just... explanation of what happened. And 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 she was so angry. Because she's not angry. She's not angry with you. She's no. an angry that About... there is all of this grief in her life.
2: Yeah,
1: That's what it is. God,
2: so so lovely the way you've understood that. No, seriously, I mean that. And those moments come up in our lives regularly. You of course know, they do. And because we don't put safety catches in when it comes to our families. Like we don't. We're no, always, we doing don't. Well, no, always doing it. we don't. We're always doing it. I mean, you know, when you love someone, you just, it's almost like you feel so secure of their love that you just don't put the safety catch on. Yeah. And then the problem is you don't even know how to resolve it because it's not something that you've done. But the reality is the first start is I'm sorry. It doesn't matter who is right or wrong in the situation. I'm sorry starts the conversation in the right place. I'm sorry. I love you. I miss you. That's it. And it's up to her. And it may take her time to find her way back to that. It may take her time. It may take you time. It doesn't mean that you're not hurting from what's happened and you're within your rights to feel hurt. Maybe all of those things. But I have to say, that's the that's where you need to start.
1: The longer this goes on, the harder it becomes to yeah. actually yeah. to broach it. Yeah. Um, and I just I just think that this is a time when you both need each other. So today.
2: Oh yeah, Dean.
1: Yeah, today, Dean.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, and also this. Do you know what this is? This is also one of those times where don't expect anything from her. No, it's you're not... you're you're being the grown up here, and you're going. Taking this on the chin, and and even if you didn't, and I, I just want to say, I want to be really clear. I don't think you said the wrong thing at all. I no, think, I think what you did was absolutely gorgeous. I think it's really nice, and I think
2: someday she will see more,
1: that. And more children should do that to their parents when when a partner dies.
2: Yeah,
1: but I what I think you should do is you should approach this as I said the wrong thing. You know. And I apologize and I'm very sorry. And yeah. I, I just I just hope you can see the love in what I did say.
2: But I think you see that whole uh, what she threw back at you. That's that's not a she, that isn't necessarily representative of how she feels. And I know I, I, and I see that you rec- you recognize that because you've said, you know, she's my mother, she's grieving and I want to make this right. You know, so if you do, you've got to let all that go and just see it as somebody lashing out in any way that they can think of. It doesn't mean that that's how she's feeling. She's just looking for ways to to deflect the pain that she's feeling.
1: Yeah, of course. Of course. You know that's all it is. I
2: know, but you know the reality is, just start. With, you know, I, lo- I love you and I miss you. That's it. I mean, who yeah. how can who can fight against that? And and then... also,
1: do you know what the other thing? What if if it's not resolved? Yeah. Just remind her. <laughs> Who's picking her home? Oh my god. I, no, I'm sorry. It's the flex required. Good. Flex.
2: It was such a beautiful moment there for such a well, time. Well, he's had
1: his beautiful options, but we, we also need to protect the man. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Just tell her, make it clear. You'll give her the space and time she needs to recover from this. Okay. And to repair your relationship. If she doesn't, she's going to one of those awful primetime homes where they lock her onto the stairs. Wow. That's all she deserves. He doesn't mention if he's any brothers or sisters.
2: So he might not get to pick the home is that is that what that no that it could mean? be
1: like the, he, the, he could be like the soul you know he could be mm-hmm. I like to think that a reasonable person will say, "Look at my wonderful son he not only was he considerate enough to broach me having you know a life a life,
2: but he's gonna pick me a nice home but uh, but uh- <laughs>
1: Is but, that it? A... <laughs> but also that he's he's willing to take it on the chin and come back and say he said the wrong thing yeah. without even trying to justify what he said.
2: Well, you know, as a That's mother, a as a mother of sons, I have to tell you, you know, it means something to be able to talk to your children, you know, yeah, and and male or female. But the reality is, she's probably missing you too. Yeah, of course. And and sometimes you don't know how to get out of that space, and she could be still angry. But you don't have to say I was wrong because you're not necessarily wrong. It no. may be ill-timed, but, yeah. But the reality is you weren't necessarily wrong. But it's okay to say I'm sorry. And it's okay. More importantly, it's more than okay to say I love you and I miss you. Yeah. And um, you know, maybe if you, as I say, brochures. <laughs> and do you know what the other thing terrible ones yeah. <laughs> left around in the? <laughs> The other a well placed leaflet. You know how exactly, I feel about that.
1: You do, it's a, <laughs> and it's a great piece of advice. Shady pines.
2: <laughs> if
1: the other thing you could do, right? Mm. S- say, for example, you go to her and she's not receptive and yeah. she's still angry. What you should encourage her to do is go. Okay, but do you know what you should do? You should really talk about this to other people. This is not something you need to keep quiet. Yeah. What I would encourage you to do is to to ring your brother or your sister or your or, or, or your whatever. friend and give out about me. And say that my inconsiderate brat of a son. Do you know what he said to me? Mm. Because what you'll find is the friend will go, Do you know what? That sounds like a diamond. Yeah. You know, because what you did was good, but it's just her perspective on it she's struggling with.
2: And you know, and there's no set time for that. But it is a lovely gift you've tried to give her, but you know, that's hard. It's hard. Yeah,
1: it's hard. And listen, let us know how you get on. Also, before we go, <gasps> the please see the new Claire Richards album as a suggestion of what to do. That album was all over my Instagram. Do you know Claire Richards?
2: I'm I'm glad you said that because in my head I'm going, is she the one from Steps?
1: She is from <laughs> Steps. Well, it's really funny because everyone's like Claire Richards. Claire Richards is back. Claire Richards is back, and it was like I'm not sure she ever went. No, like, I wouldn't have thought. No, so. No, <laughs> like she's pretty. Been but mind pretty you, I did have to consistently around for about 30 years. I
2: I did sit and think, which is Claire? Should I ask that question? And, and, but actually, I know she's the girl from Steps. She's yeah, a she's the she's, woman from Steps. She's not a girl. <laughs>
1: she's yeah. She's yeah. She's she's, she's a like, middle-aged me? woman from she's Steps. A, she um, <laughs> she's fab though. She's done an album of like all of the like a, the big diva numbers.
2: Oh, okay. It's actually
1: now she, I have to say she butchers some of them, but like she does. Now, in fairness, though, some of them you're like well now, grow. Do you have a very never trust <laughs> a stranger by Kim Wilde? Now nobody should touch that. But she does a very good version of Gloria.
2: Oh my God, Gloria! Yeah, Gloria, Gloria. Yeah, oh, Laura Branigan.
1: Yeah, it's a great song. I know, and she, a great song. what there's another good one on it. I can't remember. She does Euphoria. Not great, now.
2: No, see, I, I... Not great. I have a problem with this, right? Because I think if you're going to revisit a song, you've got to be bringing who you are in the space. And Euphoria is so Loreen. It's very Loreen, And yeah. you haven't lived until you've seen Johnny Logan do his version. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'd love he to, to see that. He used to sing it. Uh, he, you might have done if you paid attention during the Eurovision tour when you came to see us. Because he did it. I do I do
1: just text when you're not on.
2: I know. And I, then I, I tell you what, I tell you what... But I, we came I, out with the feather... Oh, I remember feather, that feather actually one time. Yeah,
1: he was very good. He is very good. Great show for your album.
2: Okay, well, I go and have a look and now see. Now, don't what's listen going to all
1: on. of it. Just tell me the ones you're going to listen to. I'll tell okay. you what ones to skip because ah! there's definitely ah! a few fast forwards.
2: <laughs> but it's, I think it's fine in the songs that are iconic to you. The problem is if they are iconic songs. Now, Gloria, I get because that's a long Great time song. ago. Gloria, you know, it's a very long time ago, and it's, you, you don't hear Spanish it so much. Spanish
1: Eddie, have you ever heard Spanish Eddie by Laura Branigan? That's a great song. The night, Spanish Eddie, cash dead in. Oh, yes,
2: I remember that song. Now that you sing it just exactly like that, I'm in the moment. You know, I'm going to say this, Dean. We're sending you all the love. As a mammy, I'm going to tell you, you live for your children to love you. And there's nothing but love in that sentence. So absolutely. Just tell her that you love her, you miss her. Honestly, we... we we want that from our kids. We do. If my children are listening, which is very unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> They're only 20 and 22, but Zero believe me, they are not. Uh,
1: they are not.
2: They're not listening. They're not telling me. Why can't you me. be like other mothers? Yeah. <laughs> Could have been a nurse. <laughs> do you know what's funny? Actually, I was talking to someone about the other day. I, the level of sarcasm I brought my children up with has prepared them so well for the world <laughs> they don't seem to be phased by anything <laughs> they're quite unflappable they are
1: as children they're quite unflappable they they've are never, amazing I have to say of all the times I've met them they've <laughs> never given me the time of day ah! and that's something I respect <laughs> Nate, it's been wonderful it
2: has been amazing it's been wonderful 101 yeah. 101 101 I feel like I there should be Dalmatians
1: there should be there should be Nate. does I that make thought, me Cruella
2: can I be Cruella <laughs> I'd love to be Cruella never never sorry Um,
1: Headstuff Plus we'd love you to subscribe our uh, our first episode of Vintage Rants dropped last Thursday (gasps) so fun if you're a subscriber yeah uh, you can get it right now into your hot little ears Um, and there are we've loads of episodes recorded yeah Um, yeah let us know what you think Agnirants at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you yes chat soon
2: Bye. bye